Liberty Base here. The Eagle has landed. Worldview Truth. Hi, this is Randy Osborne with Worldview Truth, and this is going to be a little unusual podcast, and it's going to be um, just because I'm going to be discussing events that just happened over the weekend. There are many, many news stations that are covering this. Um, I imagine everywhere you look that you're seeing the attack Hamas had on Israel on uh, Saturday, uh, October the 7th. And um, I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to repeat things that other podcasts and or news agencies are are repeating, but kind of give you just an overview of of what's going on um, from a little bit different perspective. Uh, First of all, we we see that um, when this event happened and now to date right now, there's somewhere between 1,000 and 1,200 confirmed um, Israelis that have been murdered, and I say murdered, um, over this attack, somewhere in the neighborhood of 5,000 rockets um, on the evening of uh, the 7th of, of October. Um, Hamas sent out missiles around, somewhere in the neighborhood around 5,000. They um, attacked Israel from land, air, and sea. Um, they had gliders that came into the um, came in over the fence. They um, they basically over overran um, some military bases there in Israel, and um, they killed, raped, murdered families. Um, it, it was horrific. The pictures are horrific, and sometimes I think that you might want to need to see some of the pictures, some of the videos of this, um, because I think sometimes we're insulated or we don't get a good grasp of, of reality, of what's going on, what's really going on. Because here in the United States, we're uh, somewhat um, desensitized to, to the atrocities that are happening, specifically in Israel. Israel hits almost a, a daily event, rocket attacks. Uh, sirens go off, you go hit your, go, go to your bomb shelter and stay until I'm all clear. That's just a, a normal thing that you do um, in Israel. Um, this was a little different situation. Um, it is pretty clear that what has happened here um, was not just um, Hamas um, going after Israel um, basically just um, some random attacks again. This is not what this is. This is equivalent, um, more than equivalent, to our 9-11 here in the United States. In fact, that number of people of Israelis that have died is like 37 times um, in reference to population as it would be to, uh, to the U.S., to the 9-11 event that happened. So just to give you a reference of that, this is a this is um, a devastating, devastating thing that happened, and they went after children. They intentionally drug off children, murdered, executed children, um, families, and that's the kind of stuff that is are barbaric. It is inhumane. It's animalistic. 
and they're terrorists. And I want to just show you some things that's that's kind of gone on. Um, so internationally, there was um, some level of outcry <clears throat> throughout um, the world. Um, I know <clears throat> in locally, uh, DeSantis, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, Governor of Florida came out uh, fairly quickly um, and uh, came out against Hamas and, and what was I just want to say again that we stand with the state of Israel. Uh, they came under a brutal terrorist attack at the hands of Iranian-backed Hamas terrorists. Uh, Iran is already celebrating that. Of course, Iran funds Hamas. The Biden administration has made that a lot easier by being weak on sanctions and even doing $6 billion. Uh, Israel has every right to defend itself, uh, and they should really do what it takes to root out Hamas uh, once and for all. I mean, I think that there's typically these things happen. Uh, Israel start to respond. The media gets upset at them. But, but this was really, really, uh, and who knows how many people ultimately uh, are going to end up uh, being killed on that. But, but already what's reported, the proportion of Israel of that would be the equivalent of like over a thousand people being killed in the United States, a terrorist attack. We would never sit idly by on that. Uh, Donald Trump um, and, and a number, I, I'm not going to get into the numbers because there's a lot of a lot of political figures that came out in support of of, uh, of Israel and their ability and what they need to do uh, to, to eliminate Hamas. And that's what they have to do. Uh, with this ongoing war, um, talk with us, Randy. Number one, your first thoughts when you saw this break over the weekend and why our viewers in Florida need to care how this could affect them. Sure. Well, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, these are some of the worst days of my adult life, you know, to some degree, it felt like 9-11, but perhaps for me, it was worse because in 9-11, I didn't have children who looked like some of the children who've been taken hostage um, over all the way over there. Um, what Floridians need to know is that this affects them. Um, first, um, Americans have been killed. Last I saw, it was nine Americans who have been killed. There will be more. There were 260 children killed at a music festival, by the way, protesting for peace. Uh, many of them will be Americans. And there have been Americans that have been taken hostage and are in Gaza right now. And I suspect the American military will be called on to go and retrieve them. So we will probably be going to war over this as well. And the other reason that it affects Americans is these terrorists are wandering around the streets of Florida right now. We saw a couple hundred of them in Tampa yesterday. It is a special kind of animal that would go and celebrate the rape and torture of children. There are animals amidst us, and everyone needs to know that. Uh, Joe Biden was extremely slow in bringing and 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 coming up with a statement. He finally did come up with a statement, and one that I found very interesting. I'm going to pull it up right now. Was um, the U.S. Office of Palestinian Affairs, that's our government office, that's a federal agency of the United States government. And I want to show you what they, their statement was. This is what it says. We unequivocally condemn the attack of Hamas terrorists and the loss of life that has occurred. We urge all sides to refrain from violence and retaliatory attacks. Terror and violence solve nothing. So basically, 
our 9-11, if you remember, uh, and I don't know, some of you may not, but I remember very, very clearly when 9-11 happened. I remember the outrage. It's like, we have got to go after these terrorists. We have got to destroy these terrorists. They can never, we can never put our such, ourselves in a situation where this will ever happen again. And the only way to do that is completely eliminate these terrorists. Well, guess what? That's not what... It's not what um, Office of Palestinian Affairs said. We urge all sides to refrain from violence. They just murdered over a thousand Israelis, women and children. And oh, by the way, they took over a hundred of them hostage and they're holding hostage right now. They have, I've got pictures of little children that they've got in cages. They've got caged up. Um, It's a horrific, they were dragging, um, and parading some of the hostages and some of the dead people that they had murdered throughout the streets. And we've got Office of Palestinian Affairs say, we urge all sides to refrain from violence and retaliatory attacks. Terror and violence solves nothing. It's easy to do that. It's easy to say that when you're the terrorist and you don't want retaliation uh, of something that you've just done. So I just I find this uh, pretty, pretty amazing that that they would come out and say that. Um, As a result, um, Israel has uh, declared war uh, and rightfully so. They've declared war on Hamas. I want you to understand that when you're looking at news media, when you're watching the news, you have to consider the sources of of news media. Um, You'll see um, very few news media channels, and I'm talking about your major networks. They won't call um, these terrorists terrorists, these Hamas terrorists. They'll call them terrorists. military fighters or fighters, or they'll call them something other than terrorists. So they're trying to reframe the narrative of what they're doing. I'll give you an example of that. Um, 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 Anti-Defamation League, the director of that here in the United States, this is what he said. He, ADL director, questions if Hamas writes MSNBC scripts as he slams leftist network for calling terrorists Fighters, fighters instead of terrorists. This is the kind of stuff that you'll see that that goes on. Um, world leaders, um, as I mentioned, um, they're you know asking Israel to refrain. Why? There's no other country in the world that would refrain if their country was being attacked. They would do everything they could to have an all-out defeat of their enemy. But for some reason. For some reason, um, they don't want to, um, they, they want Israel to refrain or restrain themselves um, from attacking. And I'm just to be honest with you, they've got to completely defeat Hamas. Hamas has got a, a very interesting history. And don't give me the, don't quote me on these dates, but I believe I'm pretty close on this. I believe it was in 2006, I believe it was actually 2007, that uh, the Palestinian uh, regime there in 
in the Gaza Strip, the Palestinians actually, through an election process, um, actually voted in the government of Hamas. Okay? So I want you to understand that, that it's just like an election cycle. We're going to elect our new leaders, and they elected Hamas. Uh, there were some skirmishes within um, the Palestinian groups there, and um, there was a civil war. Hamas ended up winning that civil war, and I believe that was in 2007 or 2008. So since that time, Hamas has controlled the Palestinian region. Um, and I call it region being that it's not a country, but um, it is the Gaza Strip. It's, it's a very, very, very small slither of land that, um, that they have a governance to. Though Israel owns it, and it's rightfully so, um, they allow them to have governance there. However, Hamas is a terrorist organization. Nations all over the world have identified Hamas as a terrorist organization. It's obvious. They've been sending rockets over into Israel for years. Can you imagine, just for a moment, if you were on the, uh, you were in Texas and on the Mexican border, of course, we do have an invasion going on there. But besides that fact, can you imagine just for a moment that um, the Mexican military lobbed, uh, I don't know, one, one missile, one rocket into Texas. Do you understand the significance of that? Texas, along with the U.S. military, would go into Mexico and annihilate that, especially if it was sponsored by the government, and the government did that. They would absolutely annihilate them. But for some reason... We want Israel to refrain from defeating their enemy. That makes no sense to me. Um, and it, it never will make sense to me because I think there's a, a much different agenda going on there. And one of the things that, that we are considering or wondering, you know, why Hamas did this? Why would they do this now? Um, first of all, it is very, very clear to me that um, this, was, this was orchestrated by Iran. There is no way that Hamas could have done this by themselves. Um, U.S. allegedly didn't have any intelligence to this. The Israeli government had no intelligence to this. Assad didn't have any intelligence to this, which is extremely unusual because Israeli's intelligence is some of the best in the world how they were able to orchestrate this without um, knowledge of Israel and the U.S. government is quite uh, alarming, or any other um, country, um, NATO country even. So it's, it's pretty alarming that, that nobody knew about this uh, beforehand. But it's very, very clear. It's got the fingerprints of Iran on it. Um, our United States government says there's no evidence that Iran was involved in this. But let's look back just for a couple moments and see some of the things that um, our government has done for Iran. First of all, they just gave them, gave them several billion dollars uh, just last month. 
And somebody would say, well, you know, there's no way that they could have used that money that quickly to, to orchestrate this. <clears throat> You're right. But <clears throat> they have been planning this for years. And why in the world would the U.S. government be giving a terrorist country, one of the most evil, wicked countries, that basically has said that we want to uh, wipe Israel off the face of the map and the United States, by the way. They call Israel the little Satan, and they call the United States the big Satan. Now, why in the world would we actually um, give them money in any way, shape, or form? And why would we? All we did is set up an opportunity uh, for more terrorism. Several years ago, when some of the attacks, some rocket attacks or whatever was going on in Israel, I think it was in 2014, Joan Rivers, which is a comedian, she's also Jewish, uh, she was approached by TMZ. And um, I want you to listen to what she said back in 2014, because I think it's very relevant today. Uh, Joan Rivers um, died a few years back, but this was a video of her and what she said. And I think it's extremely relevant. So I want you to listen and watch this. I'm trying to get celebrity reactions to what's going on with the Palestinians and Israelis right now. Let me just tell you, if New Jersey were firing rockets into New York, we would wipe them out. I am so bored. We heard they were digging tunnels from New Jersey to New York. We would get rid of Jersey. So I don't want to hear anymore. Oh, we'll do a partial truce. Palestinians, you cannot throw rockets and expect people not to defend themselves. What about the civilian casualty rate? In private homes. I'm sorry, don't don't you dare put weapon stashes in, in, in private homes and then we say get out. Of, of course, we're going to do it. The response normally is where the, where are the civilians supposed to go? I don't care. They started it. It is. You're all insane. They started it. What are you all saying? They started it. The Israelis did not throw their... For, for months this has been going on. How do you resolve What are you it? supposed to how do? How do you resolve it? How do I it? know? Because I have been over there. That's how I know. And I wish the world would know. And BBC should be ashamed of themselves. And CNN should be ashamed of themselves. And everybody, stop it already. You know, like uh, Dwight Howard tweeted, Free Palestine to get back. Selena Gomez tweeted... Uh, a pro Gaza. Oh, yeah, Gomez. Oh, yeah, that college grad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, thank you. John, thank oh, you so well, much. if Selena said that. Then uh, yeah. Rihanna has to take oh, it back. That's Joan Rivers. And um, here's the point I want to make from this. Um, she's, um, she's a little colorful when she gets um, gets wound up there about this, but... She has an excellent point. You see, you remember what I said about the Palestinians actually voted Hamas in? Okay, so this is what's going to happen. Israel has declared war. They, it, this is not a, a military maneuver, a military issue. This is an all-out war. They have declared war on Hamas. They have to completely annihilate Hamas. It's a terrorist organization. They will never quit. They have to be annihilated. Well, Hamas is, they have a lot of their headquarters. They're shooting off rockets. Um, for example, 
um, out of an apartment building, off of a top of apartment building. Um, they have headquarters um, that's in residential areas and neighborhoods. They're storing weapons, rockets, etc., in residential areas. And they are using children and women and families as human shields. So let me say that again, which, by the way, um, is a war crime. They're using children and families and women as human shields. And they're using and they're using they're putting these rockets, et cetera, in these residential neighborhoods. Okay, in churches, in synagogues, in mosques. There's a Christian church that just got blown up by Israel and the outrage has already gone crazy. Well, you know what? You shouldn't have been putting um, rockets in there. You should not have been storing rockets in there. So here's the bottom line. Um, what you're going to see, I'm giving you a heads up, and, and you're going to see the pictures because they're already starting. Israel's a starting to attack Hamas in the Gaza Strip. And what you're going to start seeing is you're going to see these little babies uh, coming out. They're either, either wounded, gravely wounded, dead, and they're going to be carrying them. You'll, you'll see them actually carrying these babies out. And, and Israel is going to start getting blamed for all the atrocities Israel has done. It's like, wait a second. Um, first of all, the Palestinians voted Hamas in there. Okay. That's on them. That's their government. If they want that, if they want that stopped, then they should rise up against their government and take their government out. That's what should happen. But this is what you have. And, and again, Israel does more things to protect innocent life than any, any other nation I have ever seen. United States has done some stuff. I've, I've watched this. But Israel... They send out leaflets and warn people in residential neighborhoods that we're getting ready to bomb your neighborhood. Get out. But you know what Hamas does? They make sure that some families, some kids, some women are left there so that when they do bomb those places, then they can show the world how terrible Israel is. Bottom line is Israel needs to focus. They need not to um, um, really... Um, listen to the outcries. They need to focus on eliminating this terrorist organization for good. If not, they're not going to have a country. They have to do this. And I think they know that. I think it's very clear that um, they're very aware of that. They are surrounded by um, Sunni and Shiite <coughs> um, Muslim countries completely have surrounded them. If you looked on a map, and I'll pull up a map and let you look at it, Israel is such a little, little place. And they are completely surrounded by all these large, large countries. And Israel has to do what they have to do to defeat this enemy. Here's some, some problems. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll pull up a picture, if I can find it right now, of, um, of weapons that... Um, are in the hands of Hamas. And if you look closely at these weapons, uh, you'll find out that these are M4s. M4 is a, a U.S. military <coughs> rifle that's used in our military. And you're thinking, well, where do they get those M4s at? Well, guess where they got them at? <coughs> you remember when the Biden administration left all those 
billions of dollars of arms in Afghanistan, Iran got a hold of them. And Iran has fed those arms to Hamas. So Israel is fighting a war against Hamas. And they are fighting Hamas, that Hamas is using the weapons that we left behind. Wow. And because you have countries that are not friendly to Israel, um, a lot of it because there are Muslim countries, there's other reasons, but they're not friendly to Israel. And one of those countries is Turkey. And here's what the president of Turkey said, and I'm going to pull this up and let you see what he says. President of Turkey warns America, America, stay away. We will defend Palestine at any price. The U.S. has sent um, a naval um, fleet towards Israel um, and has set up the troops in combat readiness in the Middle East. Now, the question is why the United States send in a, um, a naval fleet. There are several theories to that. Um, hopefully, it's to stave off Iran from trying to get more involved in the war than, the, than they already are. Iran is at the brink, I believe, that they have um, nuclear weapons, and I believe that they have the ability to launch those nuclear weapons. Is that, and they've done extensive training with Hamas. Uh, the weapons Hamas has, has um, a lot of the um, methods that they've used, um, is definitely the, the fingerprints of Hamas. In fact, there's a news article. I'm going to pull that up right now. This is a report that's come out by the Daily, um, the Daily Caller. But um, they reference a Wall Street Journal report. And it basically says, Iran planned and green-lighted the Hamas terror attack on Israel according to a Sunday report by the Wall Street Journal. Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, is it, um, IRGC, had reportedly conspired alongside terrorist organization Hamas to assault and invade Israel since August, according to Wall Street Journal. It goes on to tell about the meetings that they had, and... Um, it says that um, the IRGC reportedly held several meetings in Beirut with Hamas and three other Iran-allied militia groups over the weeks leading up to the attack in Israel per the outlet. Now, if you look at a map on Israel, you'll see that Hamas um, is on the, um, is basically on one side, they're near the coast there on one side. On the north side of Israel is Lebanon, and that is where Hezbollah um, is at. And as of um, not long after this attack, Hezbollah started sending missiles over into Israel from the north. And they have threatened to come in and invade Israel from the north. So Israel may not only just be facing Hamas, they may also be facing Hezbollah coming in from the north. And it's very possible that Iran could get involved in this, especially if the outcome um, that they don't like.
I'm going to play a video from the Jerusalem Post. Um, and again, I don't, this is, this is information that you don't need to be sharing or sh letting children see. Um, there is some graphics here. I am trying to protect some of that. But I think you need to understand the reality of really what happened and why Israel has no option but to completely um, annihilate Hamas. I'm going to play now. It's a little lengthy, but I'm going to play um, a video. I think explains well about the attack and um, what's going on. It was a very quiet morning, Saturday, 6.30, the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, the happiest of all the days of the feast. Tonight, there were supposed to be celebrations across the country with dancing, holding the Torah books because of the, the end of the cycle of reading of the Torah and the beginning of another one. There were youngsters that had a party all night out in the nature. There were a lot of Israelis that were asleep. It's Shabbat. And there were a lot of soldiers that had no clue that in a few minutes their lives will either end or change forever. And then exactly at 6.30, with a barrage of hundreds of rockets in a very daring move, Hamas terrorists attacked nearly 50 Israeli military outposts along the border. And once they neutralized them, they managed to breach the wall and the fence and open a wide road for their vehicles and their motorcycles. And they also used some gliders. And within 20 minutes, at least 1,000 terrorists infiltrated into Israel and totally surprised the people in that outdoor party, civilians that are sleeping in on Shabbat and the soldiers that never saw that coming. And within a matter of one hour, we already counted more than 100 dead. As of now, it's over 200. It's now over 1,000. But 1, the astonishing thing, the one thing that we dreaded the most, is the fact that they were able to abduct nearly 100 Israelis into Gaza Strip. And they paraded them on the main road, women and children, and old people and young people and dead bodies of Israeli soldiers were all paraded along the main road. So Israel declared war and we are about 10 hours into this war with over 5,000 rockets in less than 12 hours. Another disturbing thing is which leads me to believe that 
there is a country behind it and not just a terrorist organization is the fact that in a very strange way the Iron Dome missed so many rockets and there were direct hits in so many places and uh, Hamas basically declared we neutralize the Iron Dome. These capabilities can belong to only one of two superpowers in the world. And let me guess that it's not America. <laughs> we have, or we are dealing with Russia right now. Only Russia could train them to use drones and drop bombs from the drones. Only Russia could sabotage the frequency of radars to that degree. And we are facing something bigger than we have ever seen since the establishment of the State of Israel. Throughout all the wars in 1948 and 1956 and 1967, 1973, 1982, 19, you know, throughout the, the 1990s, of course, there was the Lebanon War also in 2006. It has always been the case that Israeli soldiers fought in the front line. Today, Israeli soldiers did not fight in the front line. Today, terrorists knocked on the doors of civilians in their homes. It's equivalent to two things. To a, a roughly 2,000 terrorists taking over a large part, portion of New York City taking many people as hostages and transporting at least a thousand American civilians to Afghanistan. That's the magnitude of what we are experiencing right now. At the same time, Hezbollah has elevated its alertness and readiness for war. United Nothing is now locked up in their bases in, Le in southern Lebanon, UNIFIL, the United Nations Special Forces in Lebanon. They do nothing. The Taliban just announced, the Taliban in Afghanistan just announced that they're ready to go and liberate Jerusalem if only the other Sunni Muslim countries allow them free pass all the way to Israel. The second and the third armies of the Egyptian military are now on the highest alert. And we are facing an existential threat. Now, I'm not afraid. And I'm not afraid because I know that he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. thought that was a, a good video just to kind of give you a reference of, of what exactly is, is going on there in, um, in Israel. There are nine United States citizens that have been confirmed killed. There are more that have been taken hostage. And it's interesting that our government hasn't made any demands for them to release our people. I remember years ago, I traveled a lot internationally.
And I never had a lot of fear about my safety because I knew the United States government, the, the fierce power of the United States government was behind me. Uh, I always felt like that they would not allow a terrorist organization to capture me and keep me because the fallout from that would be so tremendous that it would never, never happen. But the United States across the world has pretty much, in the international community, has lost its, lost its significance, have lost its power, they've lost its credibility. Um, many people could blame um, Iran for having a nuclear weapon from the United States. They can also blame them for funding terrorism. Um, because of what they've done. And they've been doing this for years. They were doing this in the Obama administration as well. Um, if you remember, there was a pallet of cash money that uh, was transported uh, via airplane and taken to Iran and dropped off. Um, billions of dollars. And then the same thing happens um, uh, just uh, just a few weeks ago. So... The question is, is if the United States does not um, do anything to get back our people, um, will, there, will, will there be people here that, um, that go get them? And um, I pray and hope that, that that would be the case. I think we as citizens, there's several things that we can do. There is an absolute... Um, there's protests that happened all over the country yesterday, all over the United States, uh, protesting. There are Palestinians um, that were basically um, in favor of what his Hamas has done. So they're out there protesting against Israel, and they are um, celebrating what Hamas has done. Now, I want you to understand, get, get a grip of this for a minute. They're celebrating the carnage that Hamas has put on the Israeli people. I'm talking about the murder, the, the absolute murder and rape of children and women and families. And they're celebrating that? I don't get that. Across the U.S., uh, this happened in Miami, Fort Lauderdale area in Tampa, New York City, um, I believe in Chicago, across the United States, this is going on, and, and this is okay? I, I, I don't understand that. I'm, I'm struggling with that um, in a really, really big way. This right here is a video that happened in, um, I believe it was in Fort Lauderdale. Across the United States, this is uh, this is going on. What do you do with that? I, I don't even. I can't even get my head wrapped around that. When I see that, and I know the what just happened and what. Hamas just did to innocent families, 
They weren't fighting against the military. They're fighting families. They were murdering kids, women, raping them, uh, shooting them. There was a, uh, a music event that was going on in Israel. 260 people were murdered at that event. Um, and the question is, and they're celebrating this? They're supporting this? God help us. God help us. <clears throat> There's a lot of people that ask, well, Randy, what can I do? I'm just, you know, I'm here in the United States and I see what's going on. It's terrible. What can I do? First of all, you need to get a hold of your, uh, <clears throat> your Congress, your senators, and see where they stand on Israel. And number one, thank them if they are supporting Israel. Um, that's a big one. Um, get a hold of your leaders, local leaders, state legislators, and see where they stand on Israel. And if, if they're standing in the right position, they're taking strong stands against Israel, thank them for that. If not, encourage them to take a stand against this kind of evil that's going on. That's first of all. Uh, secondly, if you are belong to a religious organization, a church that is not in support of Israel, get out. Get out. You don't have any business being there. It's not a church. It's not a church. And then third is we need to get out and support our Jewish friends here in the U.S. We need to come out and support them and say, hey, I just want to let you know I'm with you. We're supporting you. We're supporting the nation of Israel to be, to, to be a free nation. And um, we're here with you. Because anti-Semitic attacks are going to happen, um, I, I feel like, uh, more than they have ever been before. In fact, you've got a border at the southern border of the U.S., People are pouring in millions, 8 million people have come into the United States illegally, either through the southern border or all their places across the U.S. borders. 8 million people just since the, since the Biden administration has been in office. Do you not think Hamas operatives and terrorists are in here or in the U.S.? Hamas, in their own words, basically said they were. Because what they said is the attack, they've just begun the attacks, and the other attacks are going to be on the U.S. That's what they said. So I think we need to be vigilant um, as citizens. We need to be vigilant. Um, one of the things that um, some sources say, the attacks are going to be in major cities. And they're going to be happening within the next, over the next 12 to 14 months. So what do you do? Um, be vigilant. Be vigilant. Hold our elected officials accountable for stopping the flow of illegal immigrants coming into the borders of the United States. That's another thing that you can do. Um, I will keep you posted if there's updated information. I'll, I'll do that. And I thank you for watching this. If you have any questions or comments, uh, please, first of all, subscribe follow this channel. It's Worldview Truth, Randy Osborne, also on your favorite audio podcast. Please follow it and also comment. 
you know, I want comments because I want your feedback. It's important to have your feedback. Thank you again. This is Randy Osborne with Worldview Truth. Until next time, God bless. Worldview Truth. 